When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Fat Tuesday's over. Ash Wednesday's here. Let's get ashy. Oh, for quite a <laughs> We got fat yesterday. Yeah, that's true. Fat. We talked about chicken sandwiches, fried chicken sandwiches. <laughs> we sure did. Well, listen, happy Ash Wednesday to people. I do know someone who celebrated Ash Wednesday and had a small service. Oh, cool. Literally at um, a friend of mine, and she said it was lovely to be around 11 people, Ooh. you know, and, and celebrate Ash Wednesday. And um, I want to give a shout out to a book, Ashes to Ashes, Mm. that she is a local writer, author, and she was on our show last month, and I can't think of her name. She lives in Chicago, but that is a great book. If anyone wants a really good fast read, Ashes to Ashes. Is it Jenny Han? No. Nope. Nope. Nope, nope. What nope. does ashes to ashes mean? They always say that. Ashes to ashes. We dust come to ashes. We come. We, we, beach, we, but we, must. we go out as ashes. I mean. Okay, now that's heavy. That, that is heavy. That wasn't on the chart to talk about. Well, I see right Topics on the sheet Ash talk. Wednesday, so I thought we'd talk about ashes, but we can't we, we can't go that deep because okay, I don't. Fine. I don't know. I don't either. These I don't things, know. you know, like yesterday we didn't. None of us knew that Mardi Gras was like literally the French translation of Fat Tuesday. Maybe Brittany knew. No, a hundred percent. I did not. No, none of it because we just there's too much information to consume, and some of it you just remember for a little while and it goes away. But I said the wrong name of the book. The book isn't Ashes. (laughs) The book is Ashes. Ashes, like we all fall down. Oh, that's oh, totally different. It is. One's from a funeral, one's from a children's right. game. Ashes, ashes. Hopefully, the two never mix. This is such a good book. It's a thriller by Murphy Morrison. Yeah, I found that one. Yeah. Now. yeah. So anyway, that's a great book if people are wondering. But you know what today is? <laughs> what is it? And I feel like we've had a couple of these around here. Today is it's Random Act of Kindness Week. Mm. Okay, just in general, and I know some people just practice this all the time. Yeah. Like, I let you work here you, this week. Actually, you feed me <laughs> kind of a lot. I was telling my husband that. I was like, out of everybody I know, I think Julia feeds me the most. Not food. Yes, you do. Well, I did, I did hear you say, hey, there's burgers downstairs. She and feeds the me all get some. the I time. I feed her. All the time. Like, she get, uh, pulls a food, like Costco type things out of random drawers in her office and says, we eat this. We always have food here. I love we it. We have to. It's, it's, it's a grind, this working here. Hey, so, but I want to say something yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. real life seriousness about both of you. So okay. last night, um, I've got a BFF who lives in Seattle. Shannon, you know who you are. You know who you are. You know are. my friends since like fifth or sixth grade. We always argue what year it was. But Immaculate Heart of Mary, you know, good old Catholic school in St. Paul. But she was listening. She listens Every day. 
And when she falls behind, like, she feels so horrible. Which is... That's an amazing you know, friend. This is 18 years. That's in a commitment. Kids grew up with me and my voice. Yeah. And so they know me more than I know that. I mean, it's just yeah. like the weirdest thing. Her husband's like, oh, gosh, it's Jules again. Yeah, you know, yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. But so anyway, she sent me the biggest compliments on both of you two yesterday. <gasps> like, who is that about you, Brit Brett? That's, I'm, oh, I, do and I have an ego now? Officially? No. And she goes, wow. And Rocco, wow. Hey, nice. And I thought you guys should hear how great people think you are. That's one person, but I, I'm sure other people feel the same way. And I just thought, why not tell people? We're big in Seattle. You're big in Seattle. I'm huge in Seattle. <laughs> All the Minnesotans that hate me, I'm huge in Seattle. <laughs> Listen, you know, it's not just the Twin Cities that people are following. I, I'm, We've got listeners all over. I'm going to demand my own trailer. You, you should. I officially have an ego right now. But I just thought it was so That's nice. Huge. And so I had to tell you because I just think, you know, so here's some of the, I was talking to another girlfriend who said, you know, something sweet she did for her boyfriend and how easy it was to just get something from Target and have him ship it to his house kind yeah, of yeah. thing and how he was so delighted about it. But but it's just the littlest, tiniest things. And I think one of the, the greatest things that people can do is is make eye contact with you. I know right now we're all in masks yeah. and everything. And um, give you a compliment. I, isn't that so true? And it's how so that can just easy. change your whole day if a stranger says something. Not, I mean, isn't that wild, it's too? So and it's it's easy. so easy. And it makes... It, uh, the. I mean, this is so obvious, right? But it makes... If I tell somebody something nice, it makes me feel good, makes them feel good. It's like it's, my favorite thing to do is compliment people. It's so easy. It's so easy. And I, I yeah. It is so easy. So uh, is it random act of kindness day or just, are we just being nice? We're just being nice. I love Both. It. But, but no, different not, little things. So here are some ideas. If people are looking for ideas or if you know someone in your life, it has been, it has been a haul. Yeah. I mean, people are feeling it. We finally have temperatures that you can go outside and not, you know, have your nose get frozen together. Yeah. So if you know someone that's kind of struggling and alone or something, some d- things you could do, obviously give them a phone call, which is a big one. Yeah. Um, you know, um, shovel, shovel, shovel their walk. Shovel oh, just, their I used, walk. Yeah, I used, always, that used to happen all of the time. We would me and my neighbors and it was just so delightful. Oh, right. This, you know what I mean? Like that is such a delightful little thing that happens. Yes. And it's like, oh, buy a plant for someone. Um, let's see. Right. If, you know, parents who could use a night out, offer to babysit their kids for free, mm-hmm. leave a gas gift card at a gas pump. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Leave quarters at a laundromat. Oh, you know, um, leave unused. Uh, let's see. Leave a note on someone's car telling them how awesome they park. Now, I double dare someone to do that <laughs> and call us. You parked real good. I remember leaving a note when my dad hit a car. <laughs> <laughs> it was pouring rain in New Smyrna uh, Beach, Florida. In Florida, we, yeah. It we didn't have anything to write on, and my dad was taking his driving test, so we would let him drive. And Casey is the big brother in our family. We yeah. called him the king at the time. Lori's husband. Yeah. And like he told me and my little sister, now if dad can't drive, you can't let him have his license back. And I'm like, we'd go out and it's, just a raining cats and dogs and the windshield wiper it doesn't even have a rubber on it scratching the glass oh. and my dad's old Saturn you know that had 20,000 miles on it was like 30 years old and 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 he backs into something and we are looking for paper so desperately it's raining so hard and we, we found like I mean this is before you had good phones and stuff yeah, and yeah. we were just laughing so hard to write a note we hit your car we're sorry here's our number you yeah, know, yeah, yeah 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 
they did call. But we laughed so hard, and my dad was so mad at us because we laughed at him hitting something. And we're like, well. <laughs> you can't, you can't do it at that point. The milk is out of the carton. You have, you have to just laugh. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. All right, what is give away some stuff for free on Craigslist? I'm telling you though, that mailing thing is key, especially if you have Amazon Prime. You can mail to anyone for free. We don't support that. I'm sorry. Okay, fine. You've said it two days in a row. One more time, and you're off the air. What about this kindness we were going to be doing? You can do it with local stores. You can do it with local. You can send anywhere. Patina. It's yes, and you can send anywhere um, them something, and so that's a really cool option. Just like you kind of forget, just out of the blue. Yeah. If you can't make it over to that side of town, you know, just send them something and they'll get there now. But we have a lot of companies local. A lot local, local, fine, local. Are we? We're really Lori and I just do not say that name. I just I'm dumb and you. I try so hard to not order from them. I know. Sometimes it's just so easy. Well, quit being so lazy. My favorite show, The Americans, is on that service. Well, that's okay to use their. Well, you're still giving them money. I feel like you're being nicer to Rocco. If you sign up for that that service, (laughs) that video service, then you get the free shipping service and then you can have something the next day. Are you advertising for that? No, it's just, it's, you know, it's just a problematic thing in this pandemic. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, what are we talking about? I don't even know. Support your local businesses. That's how, this is the truth right now. All right, so. Preach. Preach it. Preach it. When we come back, we've got our story we can't get enough of. Make you strong enough. Oh. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. This is My Talk 1071. We've got Brittany. I don't know if you played her theme song. I can't remember if I did. I don't think you did. I feel like you did. Did you? Maybe. In my head. Let's do it. Was a little something like this. Brittany Witch. <laughs> what? What? This year. And we this haven't year. even really talked about you know, Brittany, because I, you know, the famous Brittany, spelled differently. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get to that because the director of the documentary was on today with Tamron Hall, which, by the way, is on Channel 45 at 11 o'clock every morning. Yeah. She's very, very, very good. She's awesome. And, and 45 is a Hubbard property, and so are we, so we should promote our... I think she's great. Fellow, she really is. So she had on um, the director of that, but before that, I couldn't have been more delighted... I spent the morning after my boyfriend, who's my boyfriend? Nadal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to. This is a spoiler alert. If people are taping the Australian mm. Open. At this point. Five sets. Yeah. 6.30 this morning. My boyfriend. You take it? Mm-hmm. Time of death. Like seven. Oh. Time oh. of death. Mm-hmm. Five sets. Did you text him? I wanted to. Yeah, but you want to give him his space. I did want to give him his space. You know, and the the time change and everything. Oh, yeah. You know, he's married now. That's kind of problematic. So I didn't want his wife to worry about me interfering in their relationship. Yeah, that's good of you. And um, it was very sad. But he lost to Sissipus. Sissipus Uh is this beautiful Greek god, so that's okay. Have you ever thought about... Wait, what? These are tennis players, Rocco. He's really named Sisyphus? Sisyphus. That's his last name, Sisyphus. Okay. It's a Greek spelling, and it's probably spelled T. Look it up, Sisyphus. I believe you. I don't need, like. Would you like to have the last name? It's better than. Stefa- Stefanos Sisypas. Yes. T S I T S I P A S. Not to be confused with Sisyphus. Yeah. Or Sisyphus. The guy who pushed. Yes. The rock, yeah. <laughs> 
or sibilance. <laughs> okay, well, here we are back to everything. But anyway, that was disappointing. Well, I'm glad that you're there for him when I he really, needs you. I really, and he doesn't throw his racket and pout. Yeah, like we're not, we're not here for that. Yeah, he, he, he's such a baby, that man, that machine man, Dejovic or whatever his name is. I can never say it right. Jovich. Well, it's a good thing he's not Djokovic. your boyfriend. Yeah, it's hard to remember his you name. You just don't like Djokovic because he often beats Nadal. Um, but Except not lately, and, but he gets in trouble. But he's just a baby. He's a whining baby. Well, so today he's talking about how difficult it is being a professional sports player in the time of COVID mm-hmm. and that they had to spend time in their rooms because when they played at in Australia that they had to quarantine. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, how much privilege are you going to keep spewing? And sure, yeah. it's a little hard on his body yeah, because you have to train in your hotel room. And I could see his part a little bit, but it just sounded so whiny. His mouth was going, wah, 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 wah. So, you know, that's when you need somebody, a good friend of his to just go, hey, hey, buddy. I've been locked up with my four kids and my wife. Exactly. And it like, just sounded, I'm like, middle if of anyone stop. is listening to this who stop. has a real life and doesn't make a gazillion dollars every, I, you, I mean, you are a professional athlete. Yeah. You have your rights, but I mean, I was just like, blah, 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 blah. So, right after my boyfriend lost, yeah, rest I peace. turned on the show and I was delighted to see Bette Midler on with Jimmy Kimmel. Mm. And Bette is um, quarantining in upstate New York in what looked like a restaurant booth. Her, <laughs> I wasn't proud with her decor of her home that I could see. I like what she picked, where to zoom from. I know. It was just not that cute. It looked like, remember when you used to, like, my friend Shannon, mm-hmm. who lives in Seattle, her mother redid their kitchen table was a picnic table. Oh. And she put some padding on the benches and then put vinyl wallpaper over it oh, and put yeah. special tacks in it to keep it intact. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. I'd always be they had so much money. I'm like, why do we have do a picnic you? table in the middle of the kitchen? Anywho, you know, indoor outdoor dining, ready to go. And so the tacks Bette Midler had behind her on this booth, and I'm like, that looks so funny. But here she is telling us the cutest story about the very first time she went to audition for Johnny Carson. And I wonder what you're, do you remember much about that, about that particular, the first time you were on Johnny Carson? Um, you know, there were several things about Johnny Carson. Okay. I went to the audition. The first time I had an audition, I was wearing vintage clothes and I got out of the car and my dress ripped all the way across oh. my butt. Wow. And I said to my manager, who will be nameless, oh my God, my dress is ripped. Let me have, let, let me have, let me have, uh, what did I ask him for? Let me have your jacket to hide my, my panties. And he said, I can't go into the Tonight Show without a jacket. I said, but what about my ass? <laughs> anyway. He wouldn't give me the jacket. and I. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I went into the ladies' room and I asked a girl, she had a safety pin. There were no safety pins, so I took a paper clip and I sort of stitched my um, dress together. And I, by the time I got out for that audition, I was so angry that I gave the audition a life. I mean, I was like bigger than I was like, I mean, I was, I really gave it my all. I mean, I was livid. So I got the gig. I got the gig. That's and the first cute. time I went, I think I didn't wear a bra. And I think I was bouncing up and down. And I think this was, this was a scandal. This was a big scandal. She didn't wear a bra and she said she was bouncing up and down and it was a big scandal. A scandal. But, She's very curvy, you know, especially oh, back in. Oh, yes. Yeah. Remember those? She's like, had very bodacious boobs. Yeah, and she breasts. started out what? Kind of entertaining ba- bath, in bath houses, houses with Barry Manilow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that's wow. a way to start a career. That is a way to start a career in New York City. And so here she is talking about her wedding. Um, and she's been married for 36 years. Wow. We went around. He got all dressed. This is in this Vegas. Suit that this I, is in Vegas. I'm not, I'm not getting married with you. I'm not marrying you in that suit. And he. <laughs> So he had to change. He had to change his suit, and then we went to the um, one of the little churches. We went to get the license, and when we got to the license to the to the civil cer- ceremony, there was a girl there, and her there was a whole other family. There was the boy, and then his family, and she didn't have anybody, and she was sobbing her eyes out. I mean, she was miserable. She didn't look like she wanted to get married at all. And I, and we, we turned right around and went out the door because we didn't want to be part of that. <laughs> so that. And we did the civil thing, and then we went to the uh, the uh, not the Church of the Heavenly Rest, the church, the the Starlight Chapel. I think we went to the Starlight Chapel. There were a few chapels around Vegas. You yeah, know that, sure. You grew up there. Still are. Yeah. And um, and he was. Uh, we had Nino Rota, a tape of Nino Rota music from Juliet of the Spirits, and we walked down the aisle, and he, he the Elvis impersonator did the ceremony, and then we walked out. And the funny thing is, is that we there were no cell phones, of course, in 1984, and we had no pictures. But the, apparently there was a photographer there, and when the Starlight Chapel closed its doors, which was about five years ago, they said, they sent us the pictures. <laughs> We've never seen the picture. Isn't you didn't buy the package story? at the end of the day. That Isn't is that so, I literally lo- I love listening to that. Thank that you she for bringing never bring- would have the pictures and they sent them to her. I mean, they could have sold that to a paparazzi. Right. Isn't that I a mean, great story. I thought it was so cute. good. We're so excited. We're going to have the laundry evangelist with us, Patrick Richards, is going to be with us when we come back. You're listening to Lori and Julia. This is My Talk 1071. Streaming live always, and you can podcast us. And if you're listening tomorrow, today was a good day. <laughs> we'll, be right, right. we'll be right back. Is it shoot? I believe so. I'm barely breathing. I never knew the name of it. We are so, so, so happy to have um, Patrick Richards with us today. Our laundry evangelist from Mona Williams at the Mall of America. And Patrick has a new book out. Hi, honey. Hi. How are you? How are you? I'm good. well. I'm lots better now that I'm talking to you. How we have Brittany in for Lori, and she was just telling me off the air about when she shopped at your store and you talked her into buying all these lovely things in oh, her twenties. I am so obsessed with you, Patrick. I used to work over at a shoe store over there, and I'd come over there, and I remember one time you told me that there's this black T-shirt, and you said, 
I sell this black T-shirt every time I sell a Chanel jacket to a woman. (laughs) You have to have this black T-shirt. And I said, well, of course I do. And it was like the most expensive thing I ever bought in my life. And to this day, I feel glamorous. (laughs) And that I love that black T-shirt. I'm... Those are great. It's funny. I was actually just thinking about carrying those again. That's a funny. Well, I feel like you, that's a. I feel like you just were like a sign. I should get those back. Well, give me a heads up because I need another one. I've worn mine to the point where it's like almost sheer. So I would well, like. I kind another of think one. that's what everybody's done. That's why I was yeah. thinking about getting them again. Oh, yes. I I want long sleeve black. All right. Crew neck. I'll hook you up. I need that because that's all I wear is long sleeve black crew neck tops. It's. I'm telling so, you, the material of this shirt is just. I love that. It's like, like not slippery, right. but just goes under things so perfectly. Okay, how have you I been will. pandemicking, honey? Oh my gosh, great! I mean, as far <laughs> as pandemicking is going to be, you know, yep. like it's given me more time to do laundry, <laughs> and that's super fun. And that's your joy, okay? And you know, and the thing is, like you know, I've been preaching soap for years, and yep. now everybody else is catching on to the soap thing. So, you know, that's really funny. And um, the only bad thing is, you know, it pushed back the launch of the book. We were supposed to come out last September. I know you were. And we pushed back, you know, to March 30. And um, but in a way, that's been good because it um, it's going to launch worldwide the same week, whereas before that wasn't going to be able to happen. So, you know, everything kind of works for a reason. Is that something? So the book is called Laundry Love, Finding Joy in a Common Chore. You can pre-order it at all of your local bookshops right now if you wanted to. Anywhere you want to. Right. Wherever you buy your books. Right. And I will tell you a fun trick. Okay, tell us. Mm. If you go to my Instagram, which is Laundry Patrick, you know, Patrick without a K, if you go to my Instagram, you can upload your receipt, and you can buy your book wherever you want. You upload your receipt, and the publisher will send you a magnet that has five laundry tips that you can put on your washing machine. Okay, that is pretty cool. That is awesome. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, love it's that. Free. It's just, you know, fun. It's yes, just to be fun. Totally fun. Okay, so it, you you wrote this book. I know it's been in the works for a few years. Um, yeah. What, you know, I'm thinking of me. I spilled coffee on my couch this morning, but it's red, so it kind of, it's a red tweed, so it just kind of blended in. But, mm-hmm. you know, you take us outside of the basic fabrics that we're going to wear on our body, don't you? And you deal with upholstery yep. as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, my theory is if it, if it's a fabric, you know, so if it's a textile of any kind, mm-hmm. we can get the stain out. So it can be, you know, something that you wear that you think is dry clean only because in my world, there's no such thing as dry clean only. Everything can be washed. And then, you know, also like your sofa, your rugs, your carpet, mm-hmm. you know, if it's fabric, we're, we can get the stain out. And we can get it clean. And not only can we do that, but we can do it in an environmentally friendly manner. Okay. Talk to me about a wool rug. Um, a wool actually, you know what? Here's a great tip for a wool rug that okay. you can do in the winter. Okay. Is it like it's like an area rug that you yeah, can Yeah, it's up? an area rug that, that just might have okay. some stuff in it. This is this is hysterical. Okay. So yep. when it snows and it's actually really good while it's really cold. Okay. You take it outside. And you lay it in the snow right side up for five minutes. And then you flip it over and let it lay face down for 20 minutes. Then you flip it right side back up. 
sweep snow on it and then let the snow sit on it for 20 minutes and then sweep it off with the broom, bring it back in, let it warm up and then put it back on the floor and it will be incredibly clean. It's how they clean rugs in like Russia and Sweden. Really? So they take it outside Mm -hmm. in in the very cold weather, keep it up for a short period, flip it over for 20 Flip right, it back. And then flip it back right side. Right. And then bring it inside. Serious. Yeah. And it's amazing. And what actually happens is the fibers constrict so the dirt falls out. And then when you sweep the snow on it, any dirt that's left freezes to the snow. So when you sweep it away, you're sweeping the dirt away with it. I oh. mean, scientifically, it makes perfect sense. And it's, you know, so easy and I mean, what else are you going to do in the middle of winter, you know? Well, this, I know. This is, it's time to clean your rug. It's going to be hard for me to get, like, like my 10 by 18 out there, but I love this idea. I could get well, a friend I mean, to help. Know, Lori will come over. I'll come <laughs> sure. over. The three of us can get it outside. It's fun. <laughs> that sounds like a blast. Whitney's coming. Uh, of course I, mean, I Whitney, am. there's four of us. I mean. And then, you know, if we spill wine, I can get that out, too. Right? Let's just right. be a I whole mean, Saturday yeah, for I mean, me. I love it. Oh, my God. This is so, such good news. Okay, what if it isn't a wool rug and it's just an area rug that you've got some stains on? Would this still, will the concept still, it still work? It will work. It'll still work <gasps> as long as you can pick it up and take it out. Sure. That's you know, it'll wild. Work. Oh, my gosh. I I love this. Yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> yes, I love and then, this. You know, I mean, it, and so that that's actually, that tip is actually in the book. Um, and then there's also just things like, you know, don't be afraid to buy something, you know, that you're going to wear all the time because you can wash it. Right. You know, I mean, like, um, and the example that I always use is like my tuxedo jacket, you know, um, I wear my tuxedo jacket over a t-shirt with jeans sometimes because I'm not afraid because I can wash it if I need to. Okay, so like, so I'll go back to like a Joyna Well gown that I forgot to do my vacuuming yesterday, but I could put that on yeah. around my house more often and then wash Absolutely. it. Absolutely. It's so chic. Why not? <laughs> I, mean, I kind of imagine that that's how you do it around the house. You just put on some Joyna Well and, you know, some big earrings and vacuum. I, I mean, love that. Timers, this it's is, just like Dynasty. This is going to get me through the rest of this winter. I'm going to just like mm-hmm. Dynasty. But so those you know. really silks. Like those beautiful silk fabrics, how do you right. clean them? You put them in a mesh bag so they're really tight, like a sausage. Okay. So think of a smaller bag than you're expecting. Like, I mean, like um, a blouse would go in a bag, you know, that's not a lot bigger than like a makeup bag, you know, but small. Really? And you just toss it in the washer with soap. And, you know, you can't use detergent. You really have to use soap. Um. And you just wash it on express and then hang it up, let it dry, steam it out. Okay, so now you brought up something that I'm sure a lot of people think. If you're just joining us, we're with Patrick Richards. Patrick, P-A-T-R-I-C, um, Richards from Mona Williams and also for our Laundry Evangelist. His new book is coming out the 30th of March, Laundry Love, Finding Joy in Common in the Common Chore. And your Instagram is Laundry Patrick, right? Yep. I've covered all the bases right now. You're hitting it. You're killing it. <laughs> I yep. think I covered everything, Patrick. But so mm-hmm. the difference between detergent and soap. Mm-hmm. The, the easiest way is, det- is soap is usually dry and detergent is usually liquid. All right. Okay. Um, basically, look on the package 
And if you can't pronounce what's in it, it's detergent. Like, you know, I mean, I mean, I have my own brand of soap, you know, full disclosure, but all that's in it is sunflower oil, food grade lye and coconut oil. That's its whole ingredient list. Wow. I've used you know, your so soaps. Your just, soaps are amazing. It, well, thanks. It's pure. And so it'll rinse out completely clean. And like for, you know, your silk gown that you're going to vacuum in. Right. You want it to rinse out completely clean because you want it to keep that silky, shimmery, you know, sexy feel. Yes. And if if there's detergent in it, it gets stiff and it loses that fluid kind of movement. That is, you're after. is that what happens with our athletic clothes and things like that as well? Yep, they get crunchy. Yep. Um, and actually, sometimes that can also make them smell because the sweat gets trapped in the detergent and the detergent gets trapped in the fabric. Uh-huh. And sometimes that's why people complain that their, you know, athletic clothes and stuff are stinky. stinky. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other yeah. thing that you taught us before is that you don't use dryer sheets in your dryer. You use aluminum foil. Right. A ball of aluminum foil. It'll remove static. And, you know, right now static is like the everywhere. Problem, right? It's wild. Everywhere. Would this work yeah. on our hair? I feel like my Actually, hair is so static. Do you know what will? Do you know what will be great? Tell me. This is the only time that I ever think you should use a wire hanger. Okay. If you take a wire hanger and run it through your hair, the hanger will absorb the static. Ser- okay. Because I've been going crazy because my hair is just sticking to my face. A wire yeah. hanger and run it through your yep. hair. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh, honey. You Isn't got that funny? T- I, I know. I'm glad to know about this. Okay. <laughs> okay. How's Ross doing? He's great. Today's his birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Ross! Happy birthday! Yeah, yeah, I shouldn't. I guess I won't say how old he is. No, we're gonna say it. Here's our song. Go, go, Ross! I'm sorry. It's your birthday. We're singing. We're gonna party like it's your birthday. Gonna sip a coffee like it's your birthday. Dancing in the club. That's our song for anyone's birthday, Patrick. Awesome. So you have to tell Ross to listen to the LoJ replay, and he can hear it. So are you doing okay, big plans? He's actually listening upstairs. Okay, hi Ross. I'm sorry. Do you guys have big plans? <laughs> what can um, we do? We're gonna, you know, we're just gonna kind of get some takeout and, yeah? you know, some cake. Oh, nice. Are you making yeah. the cake, or where are you getting cake from? Um, well, I think I'm gonna drive through Cafe Latte because Ross loves their yeah. chocolate flourless. Oh, so good. Oh, yum. Mm-hmm. And like, what a world yeah. you live in, where you're you can eat and not worry about the stains because you'll actually think to yourself, great, awesome, when a stain comes into your life. It's so funny. I was just getting ready to say, you know, I'm, I think we're going to pick up lasagna and do it up. You know, I'm like, oh, tomato stains, I've got this. Yes. You know? It's like such I mean, an opposite I, mind I mean, if thing. I had a silk joint Noel gown, I would put it on. <laughs> I have a feeling you can acquire one. I, I double well, dare myself to try to fit in it this week, and I might have to take a little picture and post it on Insta vacuuming because... I mean, really, because yes. like you said, all I do, I wear a black long sleeve T-shirt. I wear jeans and a black vest, but it, I'm sick mm-hmm. of my outfit because I don't want to wear color because I am spilly. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a spiller. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to, <laughs> we're going to have to work on that. <laughs> but uh, tell everybody now, are you doing laundry camps by Zoom or anything like that? We're, we're trying to figure out how. Okay. We're working on it. Um, okay. Working on how to do them via Zoom, um, I've done a couple, and I just haven't, I haven't mastered it yet, and I'm so I'm practicing, but I'm okay. trying really hard because, quite frankly, I will tell you every Friday on Facebook, 
at one thirty, I do like a Q and A where people can like message me their staying questions and I answer them and I demonstrate how to do it. I saw your Valentine's um, Day and Chinese food. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. Good combo. That's that's so, a great thing at one thirty on Fridays. Yeah, one thirty on Fridays. So you know it's before they listen to you, so it's fine. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, <laughs> of course I wouldn't have totally, mentioned Please, if, if, it, if I was up against you two, nobody would see me. So... Um, yeah, so I do that, but I'm trying to figure out the laundry camps on Zoom. I'm working really hard. I'm hoping to have them up kind of enrolling by mid-March. Okay, but I think everyone needs to buy your book. I am so excited because I have so many notes from every time you're on. And literally, <laughs> I keep them in my kitchen by my recipes, and I take out the notes. I, It's just, this is such a gift to not have to worry about ruining your clothes. And mm-hmm. old, old like, white blouses with pity stains, you can get them out. Patrick will tell you how to do it in the book. I mean, you have... You have this rug thing is going to change people's lives. Yeah, well, I hope so. And it's fun because, you know, it's the middle of winter. What else do you do? Nothing. Nothing but eat Mm -hmm. a lot of ice cream, Patrick. (laughs) Oh, well, okay. That's my that's my thing. Well, we have to go, though. Oh, honey, it's so great to talk to you. We'll talk to you in the month when the book comes out. Awesome. Can't wait. And I actually then have something else to tell you. I'm just going to throw out a teaser. Oh, I'm so excited to hear. All right. Well, we've got you Uh, booked already, so don't tell anyone before Okay, awesome. All right. Take care. All right. Happy birthday again, Ross. All right. That's that's Patrick, the laundry evangelist. And just um, he is one of the he's from Kentucky, as you can tell from his accent. He is one of the most delightful men. I'm telling you, even hearing his voice, I have such memories of drooling over designer purses Rocco, were you inspired to do laundry after talking to Patrick? Uh, I feel like I do laundry completely wrong. So, isn't it amazing? Yes. But the big thing is, like, the, what he said—the difference between soap and detergent—is a big deal because detergent just has all the fake crap in it that keeps everything in your clothes icky. It and it can be so fun. Like my mom takes it as if it's it's like almost a word challenge when you bring her something. Oh yeah, mine mine too. And I think I've been so spoiled, and now I feel so helpless. So having that book, I I need it. And I'm following him on Insta. I'm following him on all the things. Mm-hmm. I'm set. Laundry Patrick with the C P A. No K. Yeah, I know it. And right. I do like um his uh, is it husband boyfriend? Oh, Ross partner. Yeah, I like his. Music writing. Oh, he's amazing. He's the music critic for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. Oh, cool. Yeah, those guys are, you know. Power couple. I just, it made me smile because he's always got such positive energy. And he dressed Lori and I one year for the SAGs. And we wore vintage clothing. And it was the year of people remember. It was the year I wore the bright orange kind of mango. I was all in. And Lori wore this sequence dress, which had all these different, like, Partridge Family bus colors on it. And we just both... He he's just joy. I know he's joy. Some people in in the name of his book is called um, what is it called? It's called Laundry Love, um, Finding Joy in a Common Chore. 
he's just so amazing. Anywho, anywho, back to you, love. It's time for a deep dive. Time for Lori and Julia. Speaking of joy, I'm worried. Yesterday we did chicken wars. I think that I might be food obsessed. I am too. I am too. So we're, you're in it's good nice company. It's nice because I know Lori is Lori not. Doesn't eat. She never cares. She about eats food. for energy and survival. Well, and we talked. We had all that chicken sandwich talk, and we we're like, let's order some. Did you know, any of us do it? No. Let's oh. be more proactive. What are we talking about today? Should I get on Grubhub? All right. Or wait. What? What are, what are we talking about? Do we need a Girl right Scout cookies? Because oh. it's Girl Scout cookie season. Oh. Let me okay, tell you some of the it. origins of Girl Scout cookies. Please, honey. Started all With the way back in 1917 17. when the mistletoe troop from Muscogee, Oklahoma, stopped kissing people for money and thought, how else are we going to make money? Let's, Stop. Yeah. They used to do a kissing booth and they're like, this, oh, is, this isn't great. Mm-hmm. How about we do something else? So they made the most simple sugar cookies and they sold it at high school cafeterias. Um, and they decided this is going to be their thing from now on. And you can, to this day, if you look it up, you can find the original recipe. It's, it's pretty basic. For the shortbread. For the, no, this is just for the sugar. For a the sugar, sugar cookie one, yeah. that doesn't even exist. There's no, okay. there's no go-to sugar, you know, cookie. Um, he, there's only two companies that make all of the cookies. ABC Smart Cookies and Little Brownie Bakers. They make all of these cookies. And then each, each, uh, uh, not scout, but each uh, troop, thank you, uh-huh. each troop gets to decide what they're going to be called. That's why sometimes you see tag-alongs, sometimes you see peanut butter patties. They get to decide what they want to name, you know, which aspect so, they want to name. So, it. like, the best troop of the year gets to name a cookie? No, I mean, like, if you and I had a troop, we'd pick which one we want to go with, and that one has a different name. So you see different names for different cookies, like tag Well, right, I just And Samoas, Caramel Delights. Oh, Samoas. I know that that's oh. I'm so happy you like them. Okay. Put that in vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. There are only three that will be with us forever. The other ones are interchangeable. Thin mints. Thin mints. Um, the shortbread one, whatever that's called. The trefoils shortbreads, correct. Mm-hmm. And then the third one would be is it I don't know if it's the peanut butter one. It's the peanut butter also is known it? as Dosi Dosi No, they've changed so many names. They, I've lo- I'm lost already. They have. The yeah, I don't like that. Is it still called that? Yeah, so they no, call it called like peanut butter sandwiches. That's the now? thing. They each company has their own name for it, oh, so okay. that's why it gets a little confusing. The Thin Mints is the only thin name. Dosi Dose slash peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. Prefoils slash shortbreads. So okay, can I just give you a little trick? I love this because the only way for me to eat a cookie is if it's in the freezer, and you put your Thin Meats mints in the freezer. You know the rows of them. Oh yeah. And then you take it out, and they melt in your mouth. I. It's the best way to eat those. And you do this, don't, don't you freeze grapes? I freeze everything. You <laughs> like frozen myself. foods. I'm going to be frozen in time because I'm, I'm 63 and I, I really know. don't look it. <laughs> um, there is a cookie queen and she's a master, master saleswoman, Elizabeth Brinton. Okay. She's often referred to as the cookie queen, holds the record for selling the most cookies during her days as a scout. During her monarchy, she sold more than 100,000 boxes. Wow. Clients that included Ronald Reagan, 
George W. Bush. Wow, she went for the big people. And Sandra Day O'Connor. Okay, I want to ask you this, though, really quick. Rocco, because I know that cookie door-to-door cookie sales is not happening. I don't think grocery store cookie sales. How do we buy our Girl Scout cookies this year? Because it is season. I'll have to Google that. And I saw something going on Twitter last week about how you could support a group of homeless Girl Scout uh, troop in New York City. And everybody was getting on that. So I'll look into that, too. All right, we'll figure, Very out, cool, how, we'll yeah. figure out how to order these. And when we come back, thank you, Brittany. No Did problem. Did you need more time? Because I feel like you didn't have enough time. You know what?